trends Listen to two best friends You just have the word on the strings Girl, welcome to Word on the Straits. The podcast where we unpack straight culture. And let our fag flag fly. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. Welcome back. Joe, how in the hell are you? Ooh, you know, I'm okay. Doing okay. Today was the last register. Today was the last day to register to vote in PA. Of Absolutely. Of which I helped some bitches do today. So I felt accomplished in that regard. I was out in the rain, but... um. Democracy is burning even in the rain. So like had to do it. In the past month and a half, how many people do you feel you registered to vote? Girl, I have no clue. Like oh, okay. how many of these people that I talked to fully did I know that they crossed the I's and dotted the T's and mailed the things incorrectly? I can't say, but I like to think that I had an impact on a big number, at least, you know? I hope I, I think so. I mean, if they're, I think people are probably walking past you and they're like, "Whoa, that guy votes." Okay, I can vote too. Right? It's like <laughs> this sleaze monster with grease on his jeans can fucking vote. Like I can make it out to vote. And you that's, know, and I do know, and that's what I did this past Saturday. Holy shit! Yeah, like you did it. Like you oh, did that. Like you salutations voted. and hello. I have voted for the, in the twenty twenty election. Um. It was a long time coming, but we got there, and I hope I don't change my mind in the next couple of weeks. It's cool that you're fully time traveling right now. You know, like it's November to you, and we're just like a bunch of non-voting basic bitches stuck back in October. The piece of paper I filled out is traveling through time right now. <laughs> it's a poor um, key. It's fine. Sammy, how are you doing? How was your day? What is your tea? Oh my gosh. Um, well, yesterday. Well, it just since since we've revealed that today is the last day voters in Pennsylvania can be registered, you, you listeners must know that today is Monday. So yesterday <laughs> yesterday was Sunday. Um, and Sunday was huge for me. I got a flu shot and I voted. Oh, shit. Um, so That's kind of I, the 2020 special. Like, I was truly doing my civilian, my duty as a civilian yesterday. <laughs> I I got my, I tried, I got as immunized as possible. I cast my opinion for who I think should be America's next top model. And I, I, mm. I, I don't, what else did I even do yesterday? Uh, those were the huge things. We, I ordered a pizza, the Steelers won. I love you know. it. Uh, and also we went on a wonderful walk around our neighborhood. Uh, oh, I don't, yeah, if listeners did. aren't aware, Joe and I live in homes next door to each other right now in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's kind of a theme sort of where we're at in the time that we're living in. And we went and walked around to see all of the huge, huge, huge Halloween light setups in our neighborhood. Yeah, these bitches did not come to play. Some of them really pulled out all the stops. I've seen a lot of big oversized spider webs made out of rope. That's really popular this year. Like, like big spider webs, you know. I also feel like I'm seeing a lot more inflatable statuettes than absolutely like, ever yeah people are really pulling pulling out the stops with the inflatables this year yeah it looks um, like a jeff coons fucking art show up in here bitch like the dog but like uh, the dog and i mean 
What was I going to say? Well, when I lived in Park Slope, there was a, ha- a apartment building near me that all, like, for the Halloween that I lived there, the October, would, like, had a whole setup outside. Like, there were, like, six skeletons. Like, two were dancing with each other. One was, like, having a oh. drink on next in the table. I love and a I story. Just, yeah, I was like, this is, something's happening here. <gasps> Wait, um, that reminds me. My uncle from in Brooklyn just said, my dad this like full picture story of like all sorts of different decorations on one house in Brooklyn. And there's like a whole story about like the skeleton out on this ledge. And he like, looks like he's like, Whoop, like holding on. It's very funny. What was your favorite house we saw last night, Joe? Ooh, you know that one that had like the two big gargoyle inflatables and the one Grim Reaper inflatable. It was yeah. kind of just like paired back. I was like, yeah, this is for me. It's gaudy, but it's also minimal. And I'm like, that is an interesting combo. I feel like three creatures is enough. I feel like that's where it's like, that's a good amount of inflatables. I think more is more. You know, like, I'm going to say this, more is more. Especially when it comes to Halloween and gauze and plastic. Like, more is more. Yeah. But, like... I mean, if you want more, I would invite everyone to go from Beachwood and Forbes down to Beachwood and Northumberland, and you will see... I mean, these are very... These are Pittsburgh, <laughs> Squirrel Hill, high specifics, but those are the places that I saw last night that were, like, big on, like, big production. Um, big, big. Big, big old big, big. Uh, my favorite house was the one that just seemed like pleasant, you know, it was like, with just a pumpkin. No, like, like, no, okay. It was like soft lighting. (laughs) We talked, we talked about how it was like Yubaba vibes from Spirit Away. Oh my God. Yes. And it it was just like, just like there were, there was a lot of different things in there, but it all felt very welcoming and like, it was like serenely spooky. It was a vibe I've never felt. It Soft felt- lighting, I yeah. loved it. It was peaceful, but I was also like, it's fall, like don't get it twisted, you know? Yeah, oh, no, I, no one would ever mistake that house for being in any other month, yeah. but it was, it was the most peaceful, it was very scary godmother. Ooh, very that, very that, very that, very that. Yeah. I think we should bring in our guest, honestly. Girl, I can't wait to, do it up. <laughs> If it's not too bold of me to say, I think it's time. Bring her um, in. Uh, uh, our guest is an incredible dancer, uh, a wonderful comedian, and she hosts The Mess on Radio Free Brooklyn, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's bring her in. Please welcome to the pod, Jesse Rock. Yes! <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. I'm going wild over here for you (laughs) too. You're so funny. (laughs) Quit it. How is this spooky ooky month going for you? Well, I'm frankly, yeah, very jealous that you've seen all these beautiful displays. Mm. I live in Ditmas Park. Oh, come Um, on, DP. I live down there. Oh yes, um, and I get like I'm getting like fall vibes by going to the park all the time. But I want to see some displays because growing up, I lived in like a suburban area, and there were beautiful inflatables. And oh. and so and um, besides that, I I haven't done 
many spooky things. Um, but I did watch Elvira last oh, night. Classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're speaking my fucking language right now. For the first time, I never seen it. I saw it for the first time last year. Joe showed it to me. I mm. I didn't know what I was missing. An incredible film. Yeah, it, it was funny. It's where the line "How's your head?" comes from. Yeah, like Elvira was amazing. A lot of people don't know she was in the Groundlings, and she was like best friends with Pee Wee Herman. Yes, that makes sense. Like they isn't were best. She, isn't she dead? Isn't she still no. alive? No, no, she's like okay. Very yeah. Well, much... you were you were saying past ten stuff, so I was like, I thought she was alive. <laughs> oh lol. But is like, I mean, she's no longer in the Groundlings or whatever. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, is Pee Wee Herman alive? This is a good question. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think he's alive. Like, we right? We wouldn't know for sure. It would have been a whole tribute. We would have seen that. So I'm so happy you enjoyed Elvira, though. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. So yes. So I'm not normally a spooky person, but yeah, trying to uh, get some culture in me during this time. <laughs> during these times, these yeah. spooky times. You know, yeah. it's funny. I consider myself a very spooky person. Mm. And my sister Liz was asking me. Um, one of her coworkers has young children, and she was like. I am not a spooky person. And I was like, okay, already offended. Um, <laughs> no, I was like, but she was like, what do I show my like five-year-old kids? That's like part of the season, but also isn't gonna like, you know, scare the shit out of them. And I was mm -hmm. like, obviously Halloween town, like this is the vibe. Like mm -hmm. this is when you show them the standard that is Halloween town. Praise. I agree, Joe, look, I agree with you, but I do feel like Calabar in that demon form is a little scary. Just like I feel yes. like for a five-year-old, I'm just mm -hmm. concerned for them. Just speaking it from a as I mean as res as the resident baby of the pod, I just <laughs> you feel really like are. I just feel like that could spook some children. Here, I have a suggestion actually, and I okay. had to I had to get in there just to say um, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, mm. which is my favorite Halloween movie, mm. and is great for a small child. Okay. I, I love that movie. I just, I, not to um, throw my co-host under the bus right here, but last night when we were walking around, he did say, and I quote, I don't fuck with Charlie Brown. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna bring this up, you fucking bitch. Well, it, the, the, it was about uh, the No, you keep me honest. You keep me honest. Um, okay, why not? It's not like I don't fuck. Okay, I said it. I said I don't fuck with Charlie Brown. Like, that's just my tea. But, like, I fucks with a great mm. pumpkin. Like, I understand, like, the cultural cachet that Peanuts has. And, like, sure. I enjoy the comics. It's, for some reason, the animation that I never mm. really vibed with. But that is, like, just me. You don't like hearing the yeah, adult... Wah, 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 probably. Oh, they do be mumbling mm. the adults. I love that bit. <laughs> Um, it's okay. There's a lot of nuance in the films, so maybe I should revisit. Maybe it was like a childhood trauma that I just like need to revisit. Um, I love the musical. I love the shows. I love the comics. What's mm -hmm. not to love, uh, Josie? I would say, like you, my October has not exactly been front loaded with spooky activities mm -hmm. or like scary films yet. Uh, I hope in the next mm -hmm. 10 days or so I can watch Practical Magic and Hereditary. Oh Those are my, that, that's what I want to take away from this October. I, I feel like they're very achievable goals, but I have not yeah. yet really gone there with yeah. it. 
I'm actually, yeah, making a list now. Great Pumpkin, Hocus Pocus. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I don't really know. Those, those, those are the only ones. And I mean, actually, Halloween Town. I could do to rewatch Halloween Town. Both, all three of them. Halloween Town High. Halloween Town High is kind of funny, you guys. Like, it's better than you remember. Yeah, Joe, I feel, well, this is sort of breaking news. Um, A while ago, my sister went through all of our old episodes and wrote down what we did for our final segment of the show, Iconic Not Iconic. And so now we have a like a Google Sheet tracker of what we've done on that segment. Um, but during it, she found out that when we were doing the first Halloween Town episode, we said the following October, we would do another Halloween Town episode. And we're currently planning to try to do a live show. This is the first time we're talking about the pod um, on the afternoon of wow. Halloween. And so I'm thinking, should we review one of the Halloween Town films for our live show on Halloween? Absolute. This is a revelation, I stand. So, the, and I agree. And I am very excited. And I think that that's a good idea for me. <laughs> I think that we should skip Halloween Town 2 and do Halloween Town 3. Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> Look, How I've could we skip one of... It's probably the best movie. Actually, it's not the best I've movie. Gone on the, I've gone on record many times saying that I don't think Halloween Town 2 is a good film. <laughs> I mean, no, it's pretty camp and stupid, but I refuse to pass it up. Okay, well, we can do Halloween Town 2. Uh, can we talk then... about how Kimberly J. Brown and... Calabar's son from the second movie are dating like to this day like they are like cuddling on Instagram right now probably is that a fact? Girl don't yes I think I follow Kimberly J. Brown on Twitter. Is that a cold hard fact? I kind of stand their love They're just dating <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was googling. So the set, which one, and then return to Halloween Town. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, we don't that, claim that one. No, because that is not they ousted Kimberly J. Brown. They stole her from her bag. Yeah, which exactly. is a, such a crime. So you d you don't like Calabar's Revenge, and you like Halloween Town High. Well, I think saying. that the major failing of Halloween Town Two is that they <laughs> they take the world of Halloween Town, which is so fun and amazing and so well done in the first one, and they make it that gray spell where they this is big on Halloween Town lore, but yeah. like they make it so boring. They like literally make the whole thing that the scenes are boring and slow and bad. Yeah. Like it's just so it's just dumb frankly uh and so i just think that it's more fun in every other iteration of the franchise that's just how i feel yeah that's wholeheartedly fucking true it's like give me debbie reynolds spinning around in a very colorful witch's cloak don't give me debbie reynolds folding socks in a gray like dress like what yeah. what are you doing this was a bad idea i agree that's how i feel okay also weirdest thing it they are dating as of 2018 like, they didn't oh date God. when they were, like, in Jesse. 2001. Oh, my God, you said they're just dating this. <laughs> well, I love that. And obviously, yeah, they came back to, maybe they did some sort of reunion sort of situation. They were like, hey. And oh I, like, I'm sure it's a great story. There was Probably. chemistry there. There was uh, yeah, no, they, their chemistry is not the problem. It is a script issue. <laughs> it was a script <laughs> issue, for sure. Yeah, script issue. Oh my gosh, Joe! Well, are you, is, what Joe? Oh, what, oh wait, what were you saying? Oh, I was just gonna ask Jesse how did Miss Park is. I miss it oh. so. 
Yeah, I really like it. I like being near the park, and so I'll force myself to go there almost every day just to, you know. See something. Yeah. The other day I did kind of – I basically hugged a tree um, just to kind of <laughs> feel close because um, I do live alone, so I'm the trees – it was comforting. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I like trees more than people. I've gone on record saying that as well. Yeah. And there's definitely, like, studies and stuff where it's like – touch the nature and you know feel the life feel the power absolutely <laughs> exactly um but yes uh but i like it cool. we had moments like that last night we were walking around we saw the we saw that gigantic tree in chris's front yard and we were like that shit is huge it is yeah. probably like over 100 years old and mm -hmm. we also were like we saw those ferns and we were like you joe you were like i remember when these were planted they were so small and now they're like three times the size of us. It was crazy. Nature thinking really... about time and nature and the world and growth and, you know, everything <sighs> like that. Girl, yeah. she really did that. She really grew, you know? And we all grow. Mm. Mm. Time skip. I mean, it's like, it's that Fleetwood Mac song all over again. Oh my God. Children's get older and I'm, frankly, I'm getting older too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, can we talk about it? Did you see on Twitter that girl was like, you grew up, I grew up listening to Fleetwood Mac, you found Fleetwood Mac on TikTok, we're not the same. I just like, this is like the second time this year people have tried to be like, you're Fleetwood Mac poser. And it's like, there's no such fucking thing. Like, I need these little children to stop and realize yeah. that like. At least they're listening. I know. It's like, bitch, yes, you've heard Fleetwood Mac every corner of your life and you just didn't even realize it. Like, you can't be a poser for Fleetwood Mac. It's the most popular band of all time. Like, shut up. Gatekeeping anything is so ridiculous. Like, it, it just it, you're you're just making someone feel excluded because you knew about something before they did, which is just like, shouldn't you just be happy that there's like another person for you to talk to about this thing? Like, what mm -hmm. is the deal? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's like share just, your expertise. Don't use it to be better. Try to be better than someone. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. How do you guys feel about moving into the word on the straights today? I would love to. Absolutely. I love it, Jesse. Today we wanted to talk to you about Vin feel Diesel's like I new do song. By Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel's new song. New song, first song, only song. Yeah. Wow, only song, yes. His debut yeah. single, who knows if there's more to follow. Yeah, I have so many questions around that. Because I actually don't know any background, but yeah, behind like, you know, I didn't read anything that was like, Vin Diesel's going to be released. You know, I this kind of came out of nowhere for me. And for me too, especially because I, you know, I'm not really on these Vin Diesel streets. I'm not really hearing, I don't have, I don't, I don't have a Google alert set up for Vin Diesel news. Right. So I didn't hear about this until like last week that he like released music. And I was like, I don't know what that would sound like, honestly. Uh, and I, so I've now listened to the song. I think that it is standard pop fair. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I think it's like, it, it, it if it's on in a bar, I'm not going to know. I mean, I, I saw a, com a YouTube comment that's like, I can't mm. wait to hear this playing in an H&M. And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> sure, that works perfectly. It's like, exactly, girl. Exactly that. Yeah. Do you want, 
Please, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse, as the as the reigning <laughs> music, no knowledge haver. What what are your thoughts? I thought you were about to say know it all. Um, <laughs> But that's, you know, well, I would, you know, you said, yeah, basic pop fair. And I was like, absolutely. Yes. This is just a class, you know, good pop is like not hard to make. Exactly. But in like, mm -hmm. yeah. And so whoever the, whoever did the production for the song, that's, I want, I want to look that up because it's know, Kygo apparently. Yeah. Oh, so exactly. I, intrinsically yes. linked yeah. to my um, understanding of this song is actually the first YouTube video that comes up when you search Vin Diesel song, which is Kelly Clarkson shows promo of the song, which I watched twice. And so uh, he sent a message to Kelly Clark, a video message to Kelly Clarkson being like, hey, Kelly, like, <laughs> it's a very strange <laughs> uh, part of the video. He's, he's it's very close up on his face. And he's just like, in, in this year where I can't be on a movie set, like me and my friend Kygo, I like, I don't know, I guess he's starting a label and this is his first song on the new label because Vin Diesel is his friend. Okay. Uh, where was I going with that? But that, oh, that's, that's the story. But Kygo <laughs> is starting a label and Vin Diesel is the first song on it. Okay. Well, this I like, I, and I like Kygo and I, so yeah, I liked the song. And then the fun part is like Vin Diesel's actual voice on it, which like <laughs> in that kind of like pop EDM world, like is similar to like, um, I feel like it's reminded me of like Avicii songs or like that song with, um, it's like Rag and Bone and Calvin Harris. He's like, I am a giant. Like these guys, mm. with these big but it's definitely a gravelly. It's a little gravelly. <laughs> it's like indiscernible. Like there's a part of it that where I literally am like, no, dude, what did you just say? Like at all. Yeah. And I'm fine with that at times. Like, girl, most pop is also just like indiscernible mouth noises anyway. Like pop, pop, yeah. pop, poker face. Like, girl, I, I stand for the noises. But it yeah. sounds like he is trying to say like a very complicated lyric not really like just like a pup pup a poker face or something at one point and yeah. he's giving me yeah straight up christian bale batman <laughs> sludge out the mouth <laughs> yes i usually like only list like only like hear a, a melody of a song when i first listen to it the first couple times and i don't even think about the lyrics mm -hmm. but in general i will say i love the message of the song it's mm -hmm. you know we've i can relate to you know i don't know you but it feels like I do. Vime. And it's like, who does go out on a Tuesday night? The first lyrics <laughs> of the song. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah, and I, I, thought, I mean, I thought it was interesting that he sort of just, it's more of a talk through song. He's sort of just mm -hmm. saying the lyrics as opposed to singing them. Made me feel like, um, what's his name? Javert from the Les Mis movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wait, we're also coming for Russell Crowe's performance in Les yeah. Mis right now? Okay, good. I see that as well. It felt, yeah, there's something that felt like I was like, this isn't, this is not a singer. <laughs> this is an actor singing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this isn't a singer. There's like elements where I, it's mostly the production that you can hear that's like added onto his yeah. voice. <laughs> the music uh, is a lot louder than the lyrics in this song, which I think were like again, I I I enjoyed the song. I'm not it's not something I'll I'll throw on, but if it's on the radio, I'll you know, I'm not mm. gonna turn turn it up to a different channel. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's like I think Vin Diesel is like aware at least enough of like his brand totally outside of music to know that this is like 
kind of a novelty single, but like maybe could lead to something else if Kai goes his fucking best friend, apparently, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, is it Paris Hilton's Stars Are Blind or is it, um, I'm trying to think of another actor that, you know, yeah. had a music career. Hilary Duff's multi-album career. Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> He's an actor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Or like, I mean, celebrity band is such an interesting place to be. Or like, in particular, the actor who's yes. like, I'm going to do music now. Like the, the Hollywood vampires with fucking Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson. Like, mm. just interesting. Not that like anyone's going for the music all the time, but. Well, that's like that the lead the leads of Stranger Things and 13 Reasons Why both mm. have bands. Like they're all yes. like they're just also musicians and like oh. I'm pretty sure the lead of 13 Reasons Why like mainly wants to be a musician but like was also an an actor in this like hyper successful project. Ugh. They're little indie boys. Yeah, yeah for real. But but yeah, I feel like it's like, there's not much like, there's, yeah, Paris Hilton, or like, you know, and Kim, I feel like Kim Kardashian, didn't she record a song? She had a one song, but Stars Are Blind was so much better. Nothing's yeah. gonna beat Stars Are Blind for me. All yeah, of the wait. Disney girls are like, also music girls, like, uh, like oh, yeah. Selena, totally. Demi, yeah. Hannah, it's, uh, <laughs> Hillary Hannah. to go back to there, Hannah. Raven, come on, like they're, it's all, Absolutely. I mean, but that's sort of just like built into that machine where like, if mm. you're, you're the lead of the show, but you also have to sing your theme song. Sorry, you're a pop star. <laughs> yeah, but all of them have surpassed, I would say, Miley, Selena. Um, Absolutely. Those you know, two maybe, in particular. Maybe not Lindsay Lohan, you know. When yeah. She, you know. she was She was another person who in her prime was just like everything. She was truly an icon for a, a time. Like she was used yeah. to sell everything. Like she did have a pop career. She did have commercials. She did have promo deals. She had everything. Who are, we who are, who are, you, who are you mentioning? Oh, Miss Lohan. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, she was. She was it. The the a a list of the a list like she yeah was the, she was the girl no one could stop talking about she was on yeah. everyone's mind and everyone's uh front page yeah her be fully loaded one and two oh she be fully loaded <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah yo okay but um who else music or actor wise turned music ariana grande Ariana Grande. <laughs> no. Theater type. No, that doesn't I, that doesn't count as well. No, I'm that trying to, I, yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm trying to think, but yeah, I'm definitely yeah curious. We you know is this just the beginning from Vin right. Diesel? Vin Diesel. And I, it's like the, I feel like he's only doing this because he's quarantined. Like, like he said in the Kelly Clarkson promo video, if he was able to be on set. <laughs> he would be on set and not in the studio. He'd be making the pacifier too right now if he could. Mm. But he recording can't. his I am Groot audio. <gasps> All right, he is Groot. Yeah. He is Groot? He is Groot. Girl, <laughs> what? That's like he when they told me Bradley Cooper was the fucking raccoon. I was like, yeah. that's a waste of like give anyone else a this voiceover job and b show me Bradley Cooper's body like <laughs> are are either of you Gilmore Girls heads? 
Um, no, not a head, but mm. um, but you've but seen, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, the person I've never who had does... any complaints about my Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I don't religiously rewatch it every year or whatever. Yeah. Fair, very <laughs> fair. The person who does the motion capture for Groot is the guy who plays Kirk in Gilmore Girls. No, no. he's like. The weird, yeah, the, the weird guy. That makes it's, sense to me. It's Kirk? I get that, yeah. yeah That's amazing. Gangly. That does track. And I'm actually so happy for him that his career has continued. Me yes. too. I mean, it's probably not as big of a check as the well, other Bradley people Cooper's who are getting. in King, King Guardians of the Galaxy are getting, but I'm sure it's good for him, good enough for him. Um, yeah. Okay, but the other thing I want to talk about with the Kelly Clarkson video is something I put mm -hmm. out on Twitter uh like half an hour ago where like kelly is premiering the song for her audience and the audience is like dancing along with it but because they are like 3d fans they're like holographic people on screens or whatever oh yeah it is yeah. the weirdest thing in the entire world and it's just like and i know this is just like me being like society is so weird right now unprecedented times but like Truly, it seems dystopian when I see these like 3D fans in a talk show or at a sporting when, event. Are they like really like Princess Leia like holograms out here, or are they like on a like on Ellen? Every seat just had like a plasma screen TV in it. I'm not sure what they use for this one, but like <laughs> it was crazy either way. All of the sporting events ones are just like people like as holograms and it is always throwing me off no this one is their screen they're on a screen yeah 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 oh that's isn't frightening it? to me I'm, yeah. I'm showing the video now it is so strange and they're all just these weird uh white people dancing yeah <laughs> in their little box not um, right that's not right <laughs> can we talk about now that okay the single art came up for yeah. the song he can we talk beautiful. about it he looks like f fresh faced and just carefree. It reminds me of like Colby Kyle. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes, like he's been at the beach for two days. He was in an orgy last night. He, That's like, what I got. He like shaved like before he left for the weekend, but he hasn't yeah. shaved since. And he's yeah. just like smiling. Oh my God. <laughs> we could I, all use a bit that. more carefree Vin Diesel energy in 2020. Yeah. It does really give off like laid back fuck daddy energy. It's a very yeah. kind of sexy energy he gives in the song. Yeah. For sure. I think he's, I think, he, yeah, he feels very um, sure of himself. He's feeling his oats for sure. Yeah. Jesse, is this a song <laughs> you will be playing on your radio show, The Mess, 6 p.m. every Monday? Uh, well, um, I'm gonna say no, just because I've actually I've planned already the weeks ahead, and it it just doesn't fit in anywhere. But I would I would definitely spread the word about it because I think this is funny. I'm definitely gonna listen to it again because I kind of already forgot it, <laughs> and that's the problem vibe <laughs> with the songs that you did I did forget it. But it is sort of like a Hallmark <laughs> movie song. Where like it just feels like it just is it is everything else vibe. Exactly. It's, it's giving me sense. every song that came out in the last six years, but like it's not bad. Like I've heard worse songs. Yeah, I was in definitely the past surprised. Year, you know. Yeah, I was when I put it on. I was like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm surprised. I don't know what I expected, but um, I mean, now that I know Kygo did it, 
Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but you I don't know. know you said- I, admit, I don't know this Kygo person. I, he, I guess I, he, he like Google. remixed "Higher Love" by Whitney Houston. Like brought kind of brought it back a little bit. It was a big and, hit. Yeah, yeah. And, I do and, know that. Yeah. And yeah, he's a big, big remix guy. And like Ow! you know, the drop. Jesse, you said something earlier that was like pop music. It's not that hard. Like simple is better. And yeah. I totally agree with you. But sometimes yeah. like finding the truly good simple pop is also hard, you know, or whatever. Yes, absolutely. Or it's like, you know, sometimes it's a little too simple and you're like, okay, I'm bored. Okay, so I'm finding this one artist is I can't decide if I'm bored or if I'm mystified. And it's Ava Max. Do you know Miss Ava Max? <laughs> yes, I listen to The low-rent her- Lady Gaga of Gen Z. Heaven and Hell, you know. Yes. Um, This fucking album, like half of the songs I am addicted to. And I'm yeah. like- Kings and Queens and, you know, I mean- Sweet I but, just- Sweet But Psycho. Bop. Yeah. So- There's one on there called to the night or like born to the night that is like such a fucking bop to me. Yeah, it's like her, Ava Max, Kim Petras, that girl Poppy, they all they oh, all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all are friends, but we but we we accept it and we like it. <laughs> yeah, like and when it's done very simply but very well, I can't be mad at it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And then, yeah, I'm, I, this, uh, do you guys know Daya, the artist, singer? Daya? Oh my God, a Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh legend. legend. <laughs> I, I yeah. didn't know that. Um, Actually, not to, not to make, start a rumor, but my cousin said that she did field hockey with her and she was mean to her. <laughs> <gasps> that makes you sense. heard it here first. Yes, but she just, okay, came, but out were you gonna say? She just came out with a song. And well, so I, I like know a bunch of her songs, but her, you know, famous one is uh, Sit Still Look Pretty, I feel oh, like. Yeah. Um, I, and it's am, like, I am intimately familiar but, with Sit Still Look Pretty because there is a w- extremely well edited uh, music video of that song set to a bunch of clips of one of my favorite Survivor contestants. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Michelle Fitzgerald. Oh, okay. I don't, I ha- maybe haven't. I also don't remember the names. But she, anyway, she has a new song that is very cool and unique, is what I'm saying, and kind of stands out. Really? Like, Whoa. Dope, what's it called? It's called First Time. Oh. It's got like a, like, a, like a cha-cha sort of vibe. But. I love it. I will absolutely listen to that after the show. Yeah. Yeah, Dea was a, yeah, she's another one of those pop gals. She really came out here and did the thing. I, I feel like she came out here and did her thing and then sort of went back to her hideaway. And yeah. Like, I really haven't heard of her until this pod, <gasps> this pod. Wow, T. Yes. Hideaway. I love that song. Just like Kaiza. Where did she go? Huh? Mm. Who? I feel like Kaiza Hideaway had, like, one comeback single and then, like, she never came back. Where is she? I've never even heard that name before. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's that song with that music video where she's like in Brooklyn with the suspenders and it's like one shot and it's like, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You're just a hideaway. You're ooh. just a feeling. You know that one? No. <laughs> yeah, you do. I really I don't. I, I'm not. It's not coming to my mind. I'm sorry. Jesse, am I crazy? I know that song. You're you're just a you're just a shot. No, yeah, no, yeah. That's different. Hideaway Listen. is a Gaya song, which is why I said Hideaway. All the good 
boys go to hideaway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That Listen, one's good, too. There's so much music, it's hard to keep track of. It's hard to keep track of. Okay, okay that's my thing with music it's like every friday there's new music out it seems impossible to keep up with if you're like trying to be a music person which it sounds yeah. like you are actually I okay this is something that i want to talk about because i was listening to sister podcast the hump where you appeared weeks before us and you were talking about wow. fuck mary kill music tv music mm -hmm. and you were saying that you would marry music uh which is yes. just uh, an i mean it's an incredible thing to say about yourself i think yeah. it's just it's just for me i because music is so something i am not connected to in that way and it's just so interesting to hear other people yeah. talk about it yes well i would say i'm committed to it in that i literally yeah. every morning or like every day i'm like checking new releases on spotify and i'm starting to like google shit and keep up with stuff Mm -hmm. and it feels like, and it's like a commitment that it's like a hobby that I've really um, engaged with, and like keeps me uh, pretty enthralled. So yeah, and um, movies like I can I uh, get too bored. <laughs> movies are so long. <laughs> so, the movies are so long. I watched the I watched the Hateful Eight the other day. That movie's almost three hours. Oh no. But I like was like I need to do things like this to kind of you know train my brain. The all yeah, all cultured. Every straight guy on Hinge is like, if they, they a lot of them like to marry want to marry music, which that's the ones that I talk to. Mm. But then it's usually it's usually fuck music, and then Absolutely. it's mar marry movies, of course, and kill TV. All all straight guys want to marry movies. They don't mean <laughs> it though. They've seen fucking Fight Club, and that's like it, you know. Like they haven't yeah. seen Cinema, Cinema. <laughs> like, yeah. like they say, it's like they say they like movies. It's like bitch, name five, name yeah. five, name five movies. that aren't directed by Martin Scorsese. Yo, you're yeah. being a gatekeeper, girl. Fine, give me the keys. <laughs> Joe, what would you say with Mary yeah, Poppins? Yeah, I think it's the best TV uh, movies, TV, TV music. Yeah, mm -hmm. girl. Sorry, oh books my... are not included. I mean, fuck a book <laughs> in the bad way. Um, yeah. girl, this is a very perplexing one. I'm gonna have to say, fuck. I'm gonna first kill TV. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kill TV. It's just like as a form good but at the same time no yeah. not for me yeah. um movies i like to think i actually do like the form if for me i would fuck mm. them but it's like you are it is like a commitment it is like you know like watching a movie it's like this i just want this for a little bit not forever a song is usually about three minutes girl i'm gonna mm. marry music yeah. like I mean, and then you have your 13-minute songs. I could fuck with those, too. Music is really yeah. good for me. It, I also feel as spiritually connected. She keeps me enthralled. I love yeah. that. And I like all flavors, like stupid hyper-pop or like hyper-produced like machine pop music or like, girl, I like some fucking old-ass medieval-ass, like, tantric canticles <laughs> like i'm out here you know like i run the gamut i like music gregorian chants i'm here chanting <laughs> yes i've and i've just become pretty obsessive about it like i basically have just only been listening besides like new music i've only been listening to prince for like the past four days and like going through every one of his albums because um because i'm a freak yo that's and I, and I, i've never heard it so i'm trying to like mm. 
learn it and get it in the bones. Oh my God. Well, this reminds me of a person, an actor who then made a band, which is Maya Rudolph's Prince cover band, Princess. Mm. That's like a good music project. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, her and her like best friend have a Prince cover band called Princess. But I also love doing that, like just deep diving one artist discography. I love that. It's so fun. Yeah. I have done that with individual television writers where I like a while ago, I mean, this was years ago at this point, but I went through and watched every episode of the office Mindy Kaling wrote, uh, which was really interesting to watch. Actually. It was, I don't remember what my takeaways were from it anymore, but it was cool to see. Uh, But to to answer the question, I would say that I would, I, I I would easily marry TV, fuck movies and kill music. But when this came up last time, I was talking to some friends and I was like, but if it was like music, if it was like podcasts involved, I feel like that would re- realign everything for me and I would have to maybe even marry podcasts. Um, you are crazy book, for that one. Books, podcasts, <laughs> the newspaper. <laughs> no. The radio. I respect it. And I, I love, that's actually very interesting that you did that with TV writers. I think that's probably very cool and helpful. That is sick, actually, yes. I did that with some writer for 30 Rock too, but I forget who I did that for. Yeah. That's and, amazing. That's what's so cool also about music is like you hear a song and then you're like, oh, it was produced by this person or like this like song. I love, you know, songwriters that are also musicians oh, and I like to get into it that way as well. Most what dead. do you do on your radio show? Like, is it, do you play music the whole time or is it like talk parts too or what? So it's different every time, but, but I do majority music. I haven't thought of like any longer bits that like would, it's mostly, but so like tonight I had a theme um, and it was like, it was like group hang. So I did all groups. Like um, I did like the mamas and the papas mm. and uh, S club seven and yes. blah, blah, blah. And last week was my first episode on it. And I just played like a lot of new music. I played a lot of like new pop music that I've been listening to or a theme or um, yeah, I've just made like themed playlists and I have guests and it's different every time. I love that. I love that. So, if you're listening to this podcast, you should check it out. I'm listening right now. I'm on it, and I need I need to check out the mess. I need to. Yeah, and Mondays at six. I mean, I I mean, I post the episodes later, so you could just go on and then you know listen to it. But in quarantine, I've been enjoying you know like things like um, you know watching The Bachelorette every Tuesday when it's on, and like you know doing things when they're on and scheduled feels nice. I can, I understand that where like, it's just like you, you got one thing that like keeps you grounded for the day where like, it's happening at this time right now, appointment. Yeah. Masked Singer Wednesdays at eight. That's me right now. (laughs) The two shows I watched with my new roommate and I am like, I know that I'm going to be seeing a lot of these two shows and I'm ready. The first episode of The Bachelorette was in... I, I also watched it and I've not really watched uh, that show very much at all in the past, but since I'm, you know, I'm home, I'm home and it's like, what else am I doing? My sister and I are going to watch it this season. Bye. And it seems like it's going to be good. Like they showed the season premiere and I was like, this is like probably going to be entertaining television. It yeah. looks crazy. Yeah. 
It's going to be kooky, and I can't wait. Joe, your roommate is the person who was on our Bachelor Bachelorette episode. This is true. Mm. She was like, I'm an expert. I've been watching for a long time. You got to have me on. And we were like, girl, get on here. Yeah. We'll do that. yeah. A, I, I watched for a few, like a year or two. It was like, you know, you know the Bachelor. And then when they pick the Bachelorette, it's like, you know her. But then I stopped knowing who the person was. So I like hopped off the train. Mm. Um, and now, you know, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm yeah. like, I'm fully in the caboose. I'm like not committed. <laughs> I might hop off at any time. I'm like just hitching a ride, you know? <laughs> I usually, I like to watch the first episode because you do get to see everybody. Yeah. And it's like, usually there's some laughs. There's some guaranteed laughs cooked in. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. I, yeah, I actually feel like I've seen very few episodes that are not the first episode of the season. And so I'm excited to, that we're past the like awkward introductions and just mm. like weird that those every time when they get out of the car, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Uh, and so I'm ready to be. We're. I'm glad we're done with that. Yeah. Yo, Jesse, how did you feel? I felt in quarantine. I went through phases of like, I want to listen to new music. I like don't want to hear anything I've heard before. And then I would like go back and organize all the music I've ever heard into these like themed playlists. Like wow. I went back and forth from being like. I need to make an eight hour Dolly Parton playlist or like I need to discover new music. Like, mm. I mean, quarantine was a long time, but like what was your music journey in quarantine? Well, uh, I, I will say I personally am still kind of in quarantine a bit or still working from oh, home. Real, oh, same. yeah. So are we. It was a very much okay. ongoing thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I wish it was a past tense thing, but not yet. But. I feel like I do, I try and do a pretty, I try and balance the two. So it's like, I listen to my discover weekly playlist that Spotify makes me every, usually on the Monday. Um, and, and then, and that, so like, that's like, Oh, new music. And then I'm also, you know, checking on new releases. I'm like, Oh, did, you know, a new Justin Bieber song came out. Got to <gasps> check that out. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I think, so those those are the things that always happen. And then like the little, like the default, like when I'm not doing that, I, well, I have been trying to listen to one album at least every day. I um, love that. But right now it's like, okay, so. Like I, one I, new I, album or just any album? One new, mostly new. Um, I have like, I had, I posted on Instagram a while ago and asked for recommendations and I have like a long list to get to still. Exactly. And and like some, yeah, I don't know, some stuff that I realized like I hadn't listened to. Um, and then, so it's like when I'm not doing the new stuff, I'm like, okay, let me keep going and keep listening to Prince until I, Bye. I guess I'll get tired of it. Like I, I've had these like, you know, little phases. Like I had a weekend where I just listened to like the 1975 the whole time. Mm -hmm. And, and then, yeah, I don't, I feel like I'm in, insane person if someone were to look at like my music listening habits somehow that's real though. i love like the end of this year for me is gonna like look insane because for mm. i want to say the first four months out of this year it was like dolly dolly pardon dolly pardon <laughs> and then it would be like grimes grimes for like six hours and now it's all k-pop so like what is my rap gonna look like i have no idea so like but, but that's, that's fun. part of the fun, yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. I feel like my Spotify wrapped is going to look like Chromatica and then like <laughs> the Heim album and that's Absolutely. it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's insane well, how much the I... Ariana Grande album that comes out <laughs> this month. Oh. Yeah. It's going to happen. I'm so excited. I thought Positions. she was going to... I think... I think that's the name of the song, hopefully. hopefully. Is it song and album? I don't it's know. It's like, there were two countdowns, and it said positions. I, so I'm hoping it's like the song the is single. called Positions. Yeah. And um, on my on my For You page on TikTok, a lot of like fan theories will come up, I think, about Ariana totally. Grande. And people think it's called Nasty, but I, I could be wrong. Ooh. You know, it could... <laughs> You know, my is, page. I know. I saw these fucking tweets that were like, I can't believe Ariana Grande is making a sexualized album. And it's like, she's like 27. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And she's dating a hot real estate agent who's probably giving her the D real Wait, good. She, is? Well, she would never be dating someone who isn't giving her the D real good. That, I yeah, just like that. She would never, she would never do that. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, in her music video with Justin Bieber, over you know at the beginning of quarantine, it's like yeah. she's slow dancing with yeah, and he she's like tagged him in photos. But he's a real estate agent; he's not famous. Okay, but he's one of those hot real estate agents. So totally. he kind of like well, actually, to tie this back tie perfectly back <laughs> to something we talked about at the beginning, the guy who played Calvar's son in Halloween Town Two <laughs> is a real estate agent. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> Wow. How do you know that? Because it was on his Wikipedia page. Oh my That's god, so I'm dying. Cool. So cool. I love that for him. I'm obsessed um, with their relationship. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um no, yeah, I'm excited. I love Ariana Grande and I can't wait to hear her album and I'm sure her single is so good. So I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you boys like Sam Smith? <laughs> He's coming out. They are Here's coming out with an album. Here's the thing about Sam Smith and my internal homophobia. I mm -hmm. like stopped myself from appreciating how good Sam Smith was for so long. I don't know why. Was it internal homophobia? Was it just me not loving his all of his music maybe? And mm -hmm. he stole an Oscar from Lady Gaga I was really mad about. But then, I don't know. Yeah, I stand now. And he's like very they, very non-binary, very out here. I stand. <laughs> he's he's no, very he's they. He's very they. <laughs> I know. I, I know what I said. He's and that's how they. that's how you turn misgendering someone into something cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But wait, yeah. But uh, th that's another upcoming album, I guess. I just wanted to spread the word. <laughs> I did not hear about that. That's. Exciting. I, 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 too, I mean, I also have not, I, but again, I don't really delve into these sorts of things, but I have not listened to their oeuvre. Mm. Well, Do it's, it's a lot of sad music. Yeah. Stay with me. That one. Yeah. Mm, he has a great song with Normani. Yes. I really like, what's that song called? Oh my God. Uh, oh, dancing with a stranger. <laughs> I like that one. Dancing with a stranger. With somebody. I love it. All of these songs are good. The ones that I, you know, I'm I'm sure they make incredible music when they're not just the singles. Like I'm sure yeah. the other the rest of the albums are good. The thing I'm finding out in 2019 and 2020 is that like this the there's more good songs on an album than just the singles. Yeah. Hello. And sometimes there's not, but but a lot of the time. That's when it's really rewarding. You're like, oh, they they already gave us some good stuff, and now there's more. 
or if they if like the songs the singles suck and then you're like oh well they got the bad songs out of the way hello so yeah i'm excited to see what vin diesel puts on the rest of his album i'm sure if the single is this good the rest of the album yeah. will surely follow suit i yeah. can't wait for the looks i can't wait for the choreography from him i know he brings it yeah we are watching you vin diesel i think this i would not be surprised if he released a music video for the song <laughs> i smell grammys like i smell the video music awards <laughs> absolutely this was great. I think we can move into our final segment of the show. How do we feel? Yeah, absolutely. I love, love it. it. Jesse, on for our final segment of the show, we play a game called Iconic Not Iconic, which is where we have pre-prepared three topics and we'll go through them one by one. Joe will announce what the word is and we'll count down from three and all of us will say at the count of three whether we think that that thing is iconic or not iconic and then we'll discuss. Mm, I like it. Lovely. Okay, ready, guys? Yes. First up, we have clowns. <laughs> All right, you yeah. know them. You know them. Yeah. Three, three, two, two one. one. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah, it's iconic for me. Yeah. Just because we don't. I mean, I don't love them, but you can't deny that clowns throughout the ages are an icon. Yeah. Uh, like, oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry, I dropped my computer. Um, <laughs> I completely agree. Like, I hate them, actually, and I really don't ever want to see one of them ever again in real life. And one of the joys of quarantine is that I haven't in months. And so uh, <laughs> I, I'm excited. I, I mean, not excited, but I, I think that clowns are iconic. Uh, they're undeniably part of the culture. Everyone knows what a clown is. Also, <laughs> I remember, like, leading up to the last election where people kept talking about how clowns were in the woods murdering people. <laughs> Yeah, mm. an American Horror Story. Also, there was there was that whole plot line. Lest we forget the American clown <laughs> plague of 2016 that might have been real. Like, oh. is mm. it like was it real? Who knows? But it, the reports were there. It was yeah. a wild goose chase almost. It sounded crazy. Mm. I am so glad that we live in a society where we don't need clowns for entertainment and we can do other things. Yeah. <laughs> Just hire someone to dress up as a princess. That's what I did when I was a, a, a girl who's Barbie came and hung out in the park with us. Like Absolutely. That is so cute. Here's the yeah. thing about clowns for me, like the Commedia dell'arte. It's older <laughs> than all of us, you guys. Like this symbol is so important to the culture. We project so much onto it. Now they're sad. Now they're happy. I don't know. They wear a lot of makeup. And I like people who wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> like, True. It's wow. it's a crazy performance. And then it's like, you know, like fancy actors go to France and like learn mime and then they come back and they're in like Oscar nominated movies and like the yes. whole clowning, everything is kind of very intriguing. Clown college is a thing. Like what? Yeah, I will say I did I had to take a clown class because I studied theater stupidly. Word. And <laughs> we put on noses and it's basically like we were just making up like skits, you know, like where we don't talk and we interact with the audience. We either mm. like we like try to get a reaction out of them. And it feels very, you feel very low. You're like, <laughs> you're like, come, let me make you laugh. <laughs> I was listening to an interview with someone who was in it, uh, who went to a theater school and he took a clown class too. And like, he was talking about how, like for one of the exercises, every single person in the class had to be, had to be in the center of the circle. And he had to, they had to make 
and everyone else in the class laugh at the same time and but and he, they couldn't sit down until that happened like that, that was the whole exercise and then they were also talking about how like every clown is like has an emotion like you when you're clowning you like are you're bringing out your central emotion or something and his Whoa. was like anger and he was an angry clown <laughs> i love that i love um, that I, we, to talk more about makeup like i feel like clowning and drag are very oh exactly related same thing same fucking thing <laughs> and drag queens say it all the time it's Siblings. like we're the clowns, hand me the grease paint. Like, it's the same thing. <laughs> I would honestly say that it's harder to be a clown. Clown white. Clown white is famously used, a famous makeup product, but like, it like clowns, you can't even move your mouth. Like, at least as a drag queen, you're lip syncing to Britney Spears' music, but mm. clowns, you're just like, yeah, silent. Maybe you have a pie. Maybe you have a pie <laughs> or something. Like you got props. You got props. Yeah, but like Maybe. a drag queen can have a pie. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Joe, what's next? Next up, we have gowns. Gowns. <laughs> Floor length. Two, two. One. Iconic. Yeah. I mean, question marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. You got question marks. No, it sounded like Sam. You were saying it. You oh yeah. Sure. Well, I was just like, I was. I think they are iconic, but I'm sort of just like, are are gowns themselves iconic or are dresses iconic? And I just like think of it. But now I'm like, no, no. I, I'm then I. That's why is that iconic? I was like, no, like gowns by themselves are icons on their own. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, never, I've never worn a gown, so. Hmm. I I guess I'm just I've got the Cinderella in her blue dress in my mm -hmm. mind, where I'm just like. Mm -hmm. Like that's not just a dress. That is her gown. Yeah. The silhouette jumped out. Yeah. If you if you have to have people, you know, carrying your train, <laughs> that's a gown. Honey, that gown's hitting the floor. Oh, clowns gowns. Oh okay. I'm okay, sensing okay. a theme. I don't okay. know, you guys. Okay, um, <laughs> gowns, but, gowns. <laughs> so I was watching this video about this girl who there's like these Vanity Fair YouTube videos that are like, these are the inaccuracies with these Disney costumes. I'm a fashion historian. <laughs> it's, you know, just for, because they make every content possible these yeah. days. But this girl on YouTube, so not Vanity Fair, like just this girl on YouTube was like, you know what, I'm gonna make my own version of this. And she just like tore them all to bits. She was like, no, actually like none of these are historically accurate. But not just, not that she didn't like appreciate them. She was like, I love the Snow White silhouette. This is why. But it, she was just very informative and it was cool. <laughs> but she was talking about Sam the Cinderella silhouette is like the Dior mm. new girl silhouette or something. Mm. Love that for her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just like a gown is really unmatchable. Like it's just like a, it's a deal breaker. It's the end all. It's yeah. everybody turns your head and you look at the beautiful lady in the gown walking through. Uh, Are wedding dresses gowns? I'd say so. Yes, I'd say so as well. Yeah, yeah. Cause a dress, ugh, you know, a dress is a flimsy thing that kind of moves with the wind, but a gown is forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A gown doesn't move, really. Absolute. What do I know? I hear you though. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, just this isn't just like a, a sundress you're wearing to the park, girl. Yeah, 
dress. Like that's just a quick word. No, it's a gown. A gown is an event unto itself. <gasps> We're going to the ball. We are the ball. We are the party. You're welcome. Exactly. I'm the, I am the gown. <laughs> I am yes. a gown. Uh, I'm gowning. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, what's last? Last up we have frowns. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Three, two, two, one. one. Iconic. Iconic. They're absolutely iconic. They're one of the few shapes your mouth can make. It's literally an icon, like an emoji, an icon. <laughs> okay, that is usually the litmus test for icon is yeah. can you see it in an image? That's interesting. That's a very <laughs> good argument. But being so sad that you frown is not iconic. Of course. Like, That's where I was going. To actually be like, this, I mean, I've never, I feel like I'd have to be like wasted to be like, you know, <laughs> doing the real frowny face. Totally. But a frown of itself, like, I mean, frowns are so great. Like, I mean, I know that they take so many more muscles than smiling does. But I think that, like, it's a universally recognized symbol. And I feel like yeah. even animals frown when they're, like, upset. Like, I feel oh, like, yeah. like a, it's a universal thing that connects us to everything. Yeah, yeah you've got to have a frown to turn upside down. <laughs> you can't Where, where do you up. think this? Smile comes from. Girl, wait. Okay, you're blowing my fucking mind. Hold there's also, up right there's now. Also, you can also frown when you're like intrigued by something. We're like, <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> Which came first, the frown yeah. or the smile? I would say, I, I think a smile. Uh, I think naturally. Sometimes I feel like I smile by frowning. Does that make any sense? Like, I'll give like a. You've told me this before. Where you it's and your like, mom do this. Yeah, like Dev and I can do this thing where it's like our our lips are in the frown shape, but it's like you feel love being emitted. It's not sadness, it's love. But that being said, it's just like frowning I've heard gives you wrinkles. So I'm like not iconic. <laughs> oh, oh right. yeah. You know, like wrinkles, wrinkles are not iconic. Smiles, you can have laugh lines, which sound cute. Yeah, they do mm. sound cuter. Plus, you can have dimples like me. Ugh. Fucking cutie over here. But I do stand by that I think that frowns are iconic. Yeah. I really never considered the fact that, like, a frowny face is one of truly the biggest icons there is. Yeah. I mean, I get where you were coming from with the not iconic, so don't apologize for it. Okay, thank you. Like, thank you so much for, like, hearing me out. Stick to your guns. You should, yeah, stick to your guns. Meet me halfway, stick to my guns, skip to my loo. <laughs> he's, he's very there. Um, very there. <laughs> Jesse, thank you so much for being here. Uh, before we start plugging it up, we always want to remind everyone to go out there and get tested. Girl, uh, get tested. It's, it's one of the most important things we can do for our safety and the safety of those around us. Mm -hmm. uh, and absolutely go out there and vote. I I mean, if you're in Pennsylvania today that we're recording was the last day that you could register to vote, but I'm sure other states 
You can still go out there and get registered all the way up to when you can actually vote. You can get registered to vote in the same day in some places. Uh, so make sure mm -hmm. to check out what your options are if you're not already registered. And if you are registered, make sure you vote like me. I already voted. Uh, and finally, we always want to remind everyone to give back to their community. Give your time. Give your energy. Give your thoughts, efforts, feelings, ideas, uh, money, etc. to worthy causes uh, mm. that you believe in. Absolutely. Jesse, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Messy Roth, M-E-S-S-Y-R-O-T-H. And you know, that's where everything, all the kind of info on me lives. So give me a follow and um stalk me. Just kidding. Um <laughs> iconic. I love that. Love that. Streamlined. You can find me at Queerbo Queen on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow our podcast, Word on the Straits, on Instagram and Twitter at Word on the Straits, Straits Fault STR8S. And you can follow me at Sam Stanish on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also follow my other incredibly amazing podcast, The mm. Bitter Jurors, mm. where we are going through Avatar The Last Airbender week by week. Uh, discussing every episode from the very beginning, and we just released season two, episode five this week, uh, with friend of this pod, Sarah Jane Lefebvre. Uh, it was so great, and I love that podcast very much. Def, check it out. Oh my god, Jesse, it was so lovely speaking with you in this virtual space. Yeah, Absolutely. Such a good time. Everyone remember to listen to The Mess on Radio Free Brooklyn, Mondays at 6 p.m. EST, if you want to hear more from Jesse. And I know I do. <laughs> and and we can go back and listen to previous streams now. Yes, absolutely. Sick. Sick. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, Jesse. This was so great. Thank you again. Ciao, everybody. Bye.